here. I'm your host, Leslie Randolph. I'm a self-confidence coach for teenage girls and the self-confidence coach you wish you had as a teen. Honestly, I'm the self-confidence coach I wish I had as a teen because I know I could have saved myself and my mother a whole lot of heartache if I'd only known then what I know now. I hope to save you some of that suffering by sharing the lessons I learned late in life right here on Why Didn't They Tell Us. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, happy people. Welcome back to Why Didn't They Tell Us. Super excited to be back in the room with you and just really excited about today's topic um, because I know what we're going to talk about today is something that so many people struggle with. I struggle with it. And uh, if you struggle with it as well, I think that's because you're a human. <laughs> I think if you are a human living on planet Earth, this is an area in which you struggle. And luckily, we are going to explore it and strategize together. So what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about creating balance. Listen, this topic came from a friend and a follower on social media, which is really why I'm so excited, because while I love just sharing my insights and wisdoms and topics that inspire and challenge me, I love it when I know that this is something that will really benefit you. And it's not just going to benefit this one person. Like I said, if you are a human living on planet Earth right now, chances are you struggle with creating balance as well. Um, so I just, I share that because first of all, follow me on the Coach Chronicles. I'm always asking for feedback there. But if you've been tuning in, you're like, you know what, Leslie, there's something I really want you to explore. Reach out to me, LeslieTheLifeCoach at gmail.com. I would love to, to tackle your topic on the show anytime. So please send me your feedback. All right. So I said, you know, while this came from a, a friend and a follower on social uh, requesting, you know, tips and tools for how to create balance in her life, I know that this is not unique to just her. I have talked to so many women who struggle to create balance. Is that you? You feel like you're always being pulled in countless directions with so much on your to-do list. And because you're going and going and giving and giving, nothing gets the best of you. Not work, not the kids, not that passion project of yours, not you, not your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, your relationships, you and your needs. Chances are, if you're going and going and giving and giving, there's very little left for you when it's all said and done. And let's be honest, it never feels done because it all starts over again the next day. Can you relate to this? Same. <laughs> but I've got some tips and tools that have helped me and have helped my clients. And I want to share them with you today so you can create the balance that you desire in your life. You know how... You know, lots of people choose their word for the year versus setting goals. Like, I'm not a resolution person, but my word of the year is, I think if you asked my kids, they would say my word of the year, and for a couple of years now, is balance. We did this family exercise where we sat around the, the dining room table and created a list of like our family values, what matters to us. And mine was balance. 
I think balance is so critical because it ensures that our needs and desires are met. So like when I, when I talked about balance for my kids, it's like, absolutely, we can play video games. Absolutely, we can have screen time. But how do we balance it to ensure your needs and your desires are met? Same with like our, our dinner table. Yes, of course we can have dessert and of course we can have, you know, the things that we love, but how can we balance it to ensure our needs and desires are met? All of them. And the same is true with our day-to-day, week-to-week, how we live our lives. Without balance, maybe one thing gets more or more than likely, none of them, none of those needs or desires get met because in my book, the opposite of balance is chaos. And you know what gets accomplished with chaos? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Interestingly, my friend that suggested this topic for, for today's show asked for tips on how we can great, create both balance and calm. And luckily, balance is the key to calm. With one, you will create the other. So how does that sound? How does it sound to create more balance and calm in your world? Glorious, right? (laughs) I know. So let's get to it. First and foremost, I want you to notice that I keep saying create balance versus finding balance. If you Google like balance and work-life balance, it's typically finding balance. And I really want you to to pay attention to the words we use, because balance is not something you will find, especially as a working woman in America where the stats on burnout are staggering and the demands at work and at home are heightened. But even if you're not a working woman in America, please hear me when I say (laughs) this still applies. You will never wake up one day and find balance, whether you're a student, a mom, an entrepreneur, all of the above. Balance is not something you seek. It is something you create with intention, with commitment and consistency. I think so many of us believe something external needs to change in order for for us to enjoy the balance we desire. But I promise you, it is not something that the world the world doesn't need to change for you to create it. You simply have to set the intention to create it. So here's the thing I recommend you do to set yourself up to create balance. And that is to start by writing down your priorities. My sweet spot for this is five priorities. What, what matters most to you in this one and only life of yours? Write them down and then put them in order. What's your number one? What's your number two? Now, this is going to be unique to each of us, and that's a good thing. Your list of priorities should be unique to you, but it should not be influenced by societal shoulds we put on ourselves. You know I talk about the shoulds a lot. (laughs) And I think most moms, think that their kids should be the number one priority and 
unpopular opinion here. If it's not, that's okay. If the kids are not your number one priority, that's okay. And if they are, that's okay too. It's what matters most to you. Now, I personally think your mental, emotional, and physical health should be the number one priority because without that, nothing else, including the kids, will get what you want to give. But that's my should. <laughs> so, so take it or leave it. You don't need to take my should either or societies. Be honest with yourself about what your priorities are and get them down, pen to paper. Now, this gives your brain direction and reminds you day to day what matters most to you right now in this moment and chapter of life. It can all change. We can, we can do this quarterly. We can do this annually. But right now, what are your priorities? Next, I recommend you do a time audit so that you can see what you do and don't do on a weekly basis. Y'all, this is a fascinating exercise. <laughs> we all believe we're so busy, but most of us can't remember what we did yesterday, right? This is me. <laughs> Every day I'm like, what, what did I do? <laughs> I won't digress. So it's, it's so important to see what gets the majority of your time day to day and week to week? What gets your energy and your attention? There are tons of apps that can support you in doing an official time audit where, you know, you could minute to minute see what you do. Uh, so if you want to get nitty gritty, go Google that. You can also ballpark it. Like, what did you do yesterday? What got your most valuable resources, your time, your attention, and your energy? Then once you have your list of priorities and your time audit, notice, with so much love and compassion, no judgment here, how much time each priority gets in the span of a week. If your number one priority is physical health, then notice how often are you meal prepping versus eating fast food and what's easy? Notice how much time you're moving your body, getting outside and into nature. Though, I don't know, it's, it's like negative, negative who knows what in Chicago right now. So that might be a challenge within itself. How much time are you drinking water? You know, how much time is physical health getting in your day-to-day, -day, your week-to-week. -week. Don't judge, just notice. You know how I say you can't beat yourself up to more self-confidence? The same applies here. You cannot, create, you cannot beat yourself up to create more balance. Notice with love and compassion, not judgment. Now, I already hear the buts that could be going through your head, so I want to jump in and address them. I get it. Your number one priority might be the kids, but you have a demanding job that requires extended hours and you need that job to support those kids. Your, your number one might be your social life, but you're a student with eight hours of school and then an after school job and homework to boot. 
again, I get it. And I think this is one of the misconceptions about balance that we need to address. It is not a perfect science. My friends, believing that it should be a perfect science, that everything should get equal, is what sometimes gets us into trouble. Like every day, everything that matters should get equal time and attention. Every day, every week. It probably won't. And that's okay. This revelation alone might take some of that pressure and should shame off your shoulders. I hope it does because that burden is a barrier to creating balance. Your number one priority might not be where you spend the most of your time. And that's okay. Say it with me, friends. That's okay. But we do want to ensure that what matters most to you is getting some of your attention and time. It shouldn't always be on the back burner. It shouldn't always be the thing that's getting cut because that creates resentment towards the thing that is getting all of your time, right? So how do we do that? How do we create the time to create the balance to ensure our needs and desires are getting met? I want you to look at that time audit you did. What gets a lot of your time and attention that does not fall into one of those priority buckets? Ask yourself, how can I mindfully limit those from my day to day? Y'all, I got to say this. If you didn't look at your screen time usage when you're doing your time audit, please do. It is a time suck and it's mindless. Like you can go down the scrolling black hole and not even realize it. So we want to be mindful. How can I mindfully create more time for what matters? If scrolling on social isn't in your priorities, notice that. Get intentional with your time. And you can do this so easily with a calendar. A calendar could be the key to creating balance. A calendar also gives your brain that direction of what to do and when and serves as a consistent reminder of what matters. It, it is a visual of like, this is where you're spending your most valuable resources. Do you like it? If not, what needs to change? Please, when you create your calendar, when you're filling it out, make sure those top priorities are there. Fill them in first. <laughs> That's you creating balance. Because if all of our needs were met, even if there was imbalance in terms of time, we wouldn't need that balance. Follow me. If you are meeting your needs and satisfying your priorities, even if it doesn't get equal parts, that is balance. Another tip I have for you as you're creating this, and you're like, well, you know, number one isn't getting much of my time. Please take this old adage into mind, quality over quantity. <laughs> I have this awesome mantra that I repeat with frequency in my day to day, and I'm going to give it to you so you can borrow it in yours. And it is be here now. 
How can you be fully present with what you're doing at any given moment? Think about how this all ties together. When we know our priorities, our needs and desires will be met, then we have the ability to be fully present for what it is we are doing in the moment. Like I'm not focusing on work when I'm with the kids because I know work is going to get done. I'm not worrying about the kids and beating myself up when I'm at work because I know they are going to get the best of me when I get home. It's in my calendar. I've already, I've already like solved that problem, right? And we now know our priorities will be met because we've planned for it. All you have to do is follow the calendar, right? Be here now. It is so simple, yet so powerful. It creates that calm. I know we all want. I, I think we, we want balance because we want that calm. And we want to stop feeling bad when we're here and not there. And thinking we should be there when we're here. <laughs> Which really is a great segue into my, my next tip. I want you to notice when you are shoulding yourself. I should do more of this. I should do less of that. A good mom should spend more time with her kids. A good wife should make dinner every night. Not in my book, but <laughs> a good kid should get straight A's. A good girl should fill in the blank, my friend. This is so important because should will always lead to shame. If those shoulds align with your priorities and you want to create time for them, then create the time for them. If not, notice when they come into that beautiful brain of yours and challenge them. Do not let those shoulds go unchallenged. Those should thoughts are not facts. They are not truths. They are optional sentences in your brain. You can choose to believe or you can choose to challenge. Please challenge them. Don't use them as weapons against yourself. Don't use some external standard or societal expectation as a barometer for how you spend your time. Let your priorities determine how you spend your time. Let your priorities and what matters most to you dictate what you do and don't do day to day, week to week. My friends, I hope this was helpful. I'm, I'm not going to lie. This was helpful for me. These are such important reminders. And we all need to be mindful and reminded of how we create that balance that it's so important that our priorities, our needs and desires are met. And you can do that. When you are aware of what matters most to you and you take the time to create the time for it, that is how you create that balance. That is how you create that calm. My friends, why didn't they tell us that we can't wait to find balance and calm? We must create it. By letting go of the external shoulds and paying attention to our internal priorities, our internal desires, by making the time for them, 
and savoring it when we do, we will create the calm and balance we so desire. I hope you do. I know you can. I'm cheering you on for all of it. Till next time, my friends. Love what you hear? Well, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at confidencecoachforgirls.com. That's confidencecoachforgirls.com. Or email me at lesliethelifecoach at gmail.com. That's lesliethelifecoach at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you.